Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please uh, go to iTunes and leave us a review. And hopefully by this time, I've got a little video on how to do that because it's kind of it confusing. Is hard. I had to Google how to do it. I mean, I know I'm old and not of the... I'm 26. Right, right. And, and you should like be able to do it. And we had to Google it. And it so <laughs> just because it. you're in your, you know, sex, sextagenarian uh, decade de- isn't the reason you can't do it. And if you couldn't figure out how to do it before when we asked you how, it's okay. And we'll That's show right. you. So anyway... I have I have just something I want to talk about a little bit. I don't know what your subject go, is going to be for today yet. But so Mallory and I live on the same property and she has a house and I have a house and it's connected by basically a bridge of rooms and one is a gym and one is our studio. We used to be just our sewing studio and now it's also our recording podcast studio. So my husband, Mallory's dad, comes up the other day and he goes, so what, did, what is this? Did you take the, because he's always checking out the equipment or whatever. You know, sometimes he'll come in here. You know, there are some bizarre things in here. Like, I like to work from IV poles, like yeah, right. IV poles, IV poles. like yeah, medical yeah. hospital uh-huh. equipment. Uh-huh. I, I have IV poles and I ha- sometimes there's like beads hanging from them or a dr- you never know. So, and there's hooks in the ceiling that have chains on them and stuff. I mean, it's a, it's a bizarre place to be. Well, maybe someday, if we ever clean it up, we could take some pictures. We, you can take pictures of dirty things. Well, Shall yeah, I? but I don't think they could understand uh, it the way it looks right now. Right now for, there's like what? a dog bed. BS. It looks like their house. Everybody's oh, house looks like this. It, it's like when, <laughs> when I used to do a lot of costuming before we built the studio. Right. And people would come to the house and there'd be sequins all over the floor and all this stuff and I would say oh I'm sorry you know we don't really live like this the the you know but I'm doing all these costumes or whatever and then I realized I said that to everyone every time they came to our house so we were living like that but anyway um what what I was going to say is anyway he came up here and he he goes, what is this? Something off the washing machine or something? And I was like, what are you talking about? Because I thought maybe Mallory took something off of my washing machine. I didn't know. Or I just put something from my washing machine That's up here. right. Or here she was go. trying to take something from my washing machine for her washing machine. I didn't know. So um, there's three washing machines in this house, so it could be off of any washing That's machine. That's right. So anyway, 
It was the podcast microphones. And <laughs> and when you look at them, they kind of do look like they could be like a gear they, they out look of like the... a filter or something. Right, or, right, right, right. Yeah. Or they even look like they could be uh, the agitator or something yeah. in the washing machine. But anyway, so we podcast from my dirty studio into washing machine parts. That's right. That's right. And when <laughs> and that, we're happy to say so. I think it segues real. That's a good intro, Mom. Really? You're being coy because today we're talking about. Do you tell people that you sew? What do they? How do they react? What do they think of you when you tell them that you sew? And maybe this, cha- uh, Mom, you could probably tell like five different stories about so this. So, what is your sewing reputation? Your sewing rep. You're sewing. What are you sewing? Creds. I, I wonder sometimes how I am seen by people. Yeah. <laughs> do you really want to know? <laughs> no, I don't. I want to ma- make something up in my head and think that's real. Uh huh. Uh huh. But we- when um. When you first started sewing for people. Red. Oh, boy, though. I don't even know ago. when that was. Yeah. Like, probably somewhere in my 20-ishes. Well, what are the funniest reactions you've gotten? Or the funniest um, re- reactions, requests, something when you've told people that you know how to sew? Hmm. Well, um, you mean people asking me to do something? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's a podcast. Talk about something. I don't know. (laughs) And this is your idea. What have I been asked? What have I been asked to sew? Well, I mean, your, you know, your your dad always asked me to do things like boat covers and all Uh that. So he thinks I can take anything and sew it, and and I can. But uh, so I've sewn boat covers. I've actually, you know, sewn out the inside of his truck and made it into like an Eddie Bauer (laughs) decked out. you know, show place. Uh, but I guess my question is, I have had people say to me, oh, I sew too. <laughs> yeah. And and then when it gets down to it, it's not the same it's either. It's the same thing. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's like, I don't know. I think the concept of people sewing and what people can sew, that, that it's very diverse and it's uh-huh. on a spectrum. Right. And I think that the public needs to understand this. <laughs> that when some, this happened to me a lot when I was costuming, especially, especially when you're volunteering, that's the worst uh-huh. thing to do. Because you get other volunteers and they come in and they say, oh, I can sew, I can help you. Yay. And so oh, you awesome. give them a project and then you get it back. And it's not particularly right. Right. And so then you have to unsew uh-huh. and redo and all of that. So I, I don't know how to describe your level of expertise to someone when you do. You know, there's a lot of people that sew that have never sewn a garment that maybe they just quilt or they make bags or what do they do? Sure. So wall hangings. And they've never fitted anything to a body. Mm-hmm. And fitting is a different skill than sewing. I mean, there are definitely different techniques that I have not done, you know. Or wish not to do. Yes, yes, very true. And actually, one time I was, (laughs) this was a good (laughs) learning experience. You know, when I say I I sew, sometimes I will get people who are like, oh, uh, I sew too, and I... I don't know. You know, they'll 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 show me something they did, and I had to show off a quilting feature of a sewing machine one time, and I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I did like kind of a Bargello thing. I like right. strip pieced and I cut and I pieced and I cut and I pieced and I cut. And I realized, you know, 
quilting is not super duper duper simple all the time. You know, it's like, oh, my little edges aren't matching up. I don't know, maybe I should have starched it. I didn't want to starch it. I don't know, blah, 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 all this stuff. And um, I actually realized that the nicer the nicer the machine you have, the more quickly you'll look like a professional. Oh no, the better your machine. <laughs> that's right. The only person that should have a really awful machine is one is that really, really knows how to sew. sew. Yeah, right, really right, sewer. absolutely. A, really good a good sewer. machine can do a lot for you. Yeah, uh, it can do a whole lot for you. I think what I think is um, also funny is sometimes people think maybe because I sew I can't do anything else. Oh. Or they don't know what else I do, or they think that that's my one, you know, that's that's all I do, all I know. Uh huh. Um, and they don't understand I can, you know, build a house or save a life or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I've, I've had people do that before. Or, or I mean, with with right. any kind of hobby. Too. Or somebody goes, "Oh, you have a sewing store." Like, like it takes no skill to have a sewing yeah. store, no knowledge. Yeah, it takes nothing because it's just a sewing store. It's just a mm-hmm. little hobby. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Or yeah, or or they'll say, "Well, yeah, I bet you could just make that right there," and it's like, "Well, that isn't you know just sewing, right. or you know, like oh, it, well, if you sew, can you refinish a chair?" Yes, and I can. Mom but... can, you know, but like I don't think people also they, they realize that like with fabric and refinishing a chair, that's not just sewing. No, in either. fact, it's no. You know, I it's, mean, I refin I have covered chairs and not sewn at all. Uh, yeah, not sewn a stitch, <laughs> right, right? Right. You know, it, people... it might have to do with fabric and knowing what fabric does, yeah. but it's not sewing. People don't always realize that. I I think the other thing um, is that you don't always want to let people know what you can do because you'll have to do it, or you can't get out of it, or you get volunteered by your children to do it, <laughs> something or... like that. You know, they're like, can you take up a pair of pants? You're like, yeah, I sure can, can do that. And then all of a sudden, somebody just drops off a bunch of pairs of pants for you. Well, how about the up. lady that wanted her hem? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they don't they don't realize what it takes to do that. And then I'm like, right. no, no, Derek, your friend just can't give me the pants. <laughs> I have to see your friend in the pants. And I don't really want to see him in the pants. Yeah. <laughs> and now I have to see them in the pants, you know, or and whatever. we did have a lady that wanted to drop off some skirts one time when we were doing alterations. And she said she just wanted them hemmed like 18 inches from the floor. Yep. <laughs> so everybody just think about that. Yep. She just, just wanted just it. 18 inches from the floor and it would be fine. Inches from the floor. That's right. Without, without her, her trying them on. on. She yep, wasn't yep, going to be there. Just 18 inches from the floor. Yep. Yep. That didn't make it arbitrary at all. No, it did Man, not. Yeah. So, you know. I don't. I don't always tell people. Just be that careful I sew. of your sewing reputation. And also, having a sewing store in town, you know, it is beneficial to us for people to know who we are because right. you know that's the store, right? But sometimes I just don't want to tell people. People are like, "Oh, your your poncho is so pretty." Whenever I wear that purple poncho, oh yeah, right. I always get compliments on it. I'm very proud of that garment. I love it. I taught you know, classes out of that magic pattern book and everything. But it's like every time I say something like, oh, I made it. They're like, well, you should make a bunch of those and sell them. <laughs> I know. And no. I'm like, oh. They don't know what you know, went no, into it. you know, no, I shouldn't, you know. Well, it's, it's like when people get an embroidery machine and I uh-huh. tell them, when someone asks you to do embroidery fair, I'm, I'm, I'm just – I'm just putting this out there, guys. But when you go to work and you say, oh, I got an embroidery machine. I loved it. And da, da, da. I made some towels. I embroidered some towels. And they say, oh, will you do this for me? My, you know, my, co- my cousin's graduating from high school. You need to say, I'm telling you, this is not a mistake. You say, 
I'd be happy to do that, but I will have to charge you for at least the thread. It's very expensive. Or wherever you bought your sewing machine, they should have the card of someone who does embroidery. And you <laughs> right. should they should have given you some of those when you got your embroidery <laughs> right. machine to carry around. And be like, oh, no, I'm too busy doing my own stuff, but this person we, can help you. <laughs> we have had people get in a situation where they didn't charge that person they worked with because they considered them a friend or right. whatever. And then the friend brought in... You know, six beach towels or, or whatever, yeah, right. 12 beach towels, you know, the next week and said, oh, could you just put our last name on all of these for our family reunion? Right. Uh, it, You know, and it'll be, you know, it's going to be in eight days. And, you know, it put this poor woman on the spot. She paid a lot of money for her machine. She came to all the classes. She invested her time. And they somehow think the machine does all the well, work. Well, she probably also bought that machine to have fun, not to embroider some That's somebody right. else's freaking so towels. So I'm just saying, be careful. You know, but there's some people who like to brag about how they can That's true, too. So um, I'm just saying, be careful. My, my mother-in-law the- told me about how she ended up going to somebody's house, and and they were like, you have to come see all my sewing machines. And so she she is really not interested in this type of thing. Right. And she was telling me the story and acted like kind of annoyed and stuff. And she's like, and she showed me this machine and this machine. She just really wanted us all to know <laughs> about these machines, da, da, da. And then I asked her what the lady's name was. And it was, it was one, one of, of our customers. customers. <laughs> hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. She's the one who bangs on the door before the shop opens <laughs> to show us the our stuff. Show us, the, you know, her right. stuff. Yeah, uh huh. She, she's a joy. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess the other thing is be careful what you let your family know. That you can do too. There you go. It's um, yes. I've had to make banners for marching bands in the middle of the night. You know, get them cranked out. That turned out perfect. My son-in-law stood there and helped me the whole time. We we had a great. But you know, you will have to produce if you say you can. My husband, um, we talk about boat covers, camper covers, all this sort of, you know, outdoor stuff. And he one time had me repairing a boat cover. And I had put my machine in the middle of the living room floor because the boat cover, of course, is bigger it's than the boat. The room, right, yeah, right. You know, and I put the machine on the floor and I was actually, you know, sewing like with my knee yeah. on, the, <laughs> on the foot pedal and sitting there, you know, with my legs crossed and sewing. And my friend came over with her husband and he said, oh, you have that same machine. Can you? And she immediately, I mean, smart girl, popped up and said, yes, but mine won't do that. <laughs> so mine she was obviously smarter than me when it came to that kind of stuff. You know, the other thing about sewing, too, though, is it can kind of it can work to your advantage. This is Absolutely. how I got Christmas presents this year. So the sisters decided, I got two sisters, like, let's just not do sisters' presents this year, you know? And I was like, okay. 
and uh, we were going to get, you know, things for mom and things for the children and da-da-da-da-da. And, you know, uh, Lindsay wanted to get Zelda toys and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But then, you know, Hillary's like, well, I need a keychain like yours for, for, for my keys. Like, right. you know, Josh and I keep, forget, you know, forgetting each other's keys. Mixing and, each yeah, other's mixing, keys up, And I yeah. was like, oh, so we're, like, not doing Christmas presents, but you can make I get some to make you a keychain, right? right. <laughs> you know? And so I embroidered these webbing keychains, and I thought, I'm just going to do these for everybody. And I'm going to be I, – I had such a fun time doing them, actually. Right. It was It was great inspiration. And then – um, they felt bad and they got me Christmas presents. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I think the thing about a sewing reputation is that a lot of times there's just a misplaced value on it. Either, you know, people think it's really valuable when they need you. It doesn't mean they want to pay you or be considerate of your yeah, time. Being consider- yeah, just being considerate. Or they look at you and they go, oh, you sew? Well, I can buy that. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't, sweetheart. You can't afford what I can sew. <laughs> I just want them to know. They, I mean, all of you had silk wedding dresses that there's no way. In fact, I would have not. Those dresses that I made for you. Never would have made them for anyone else. No. Yeah. Or if I had, they would have been ten, twelve thousand dollars Yes, yes. So if they would have paid me that much, I would have made them for right, them. Right, right. I have, a, I have kind of a funny thing. I have a couple people who I've made handmade gifts for. And I've just gotten the most mixed responses. Right. Before. You have to be careful. And like I made this one thing and I wanted one. And so I just thought, like, I'm also gonna make this, you know, right. for this for person. And oh, yeah. man, boy did I get the blankest look. It was a knitted cowl. <laughs> and I made you one too. <laughs> oh, I just and, snorted you know, it. and uh and man, it was just like, huh. And then I made I'm just gonna take another shot at it a few years later and I made something. I made the, you know, uh, Serger Infinity Scarves, and it was just a hit. You know, so you're taking right. a little you risk, never know. too. Your confidence, you know, is is important. Um, right. You have to be you, confident you in what you do. You, you have to like know. what you do because you might not get the reaction you want. Right. But then also I have had where I was like, I'm not making anybody anything, and they see something I'm wearing, and they're like, well, right. wait, can I have that? And I'm like, oh, just, oh. Well, the <laughs> thing that, that my, my one of my stock answers is people will see me in something, and they will say, oh, can you make me one of those? And I say, well, it won't look like this because I never make the same thing twice. And I don't. I don't like – I think it's one reason I I can't really be a quilter because I can't make the same block twice. I don't want to. Yeah. I. You know, I, if I make a quilt, I make – you know what kind of quilts I make. Right. I, I make a crazy quilt. I've really – I've been looking, you know, at like some of the more modern quilts that sort of appeal to my, you know, aesthetic, right. you know, kind of sensibilities. And still, whenever I think about, I remember looking in that magazine once, and it showed a little triangle, and it said, cut 92. And I was like, and that was it. It drove no. me nuts. I was like, right. no, right. I'm not cutting 92. Right, right. And there cut- are people <laughs> who, like, feed off of that. Yeah, no, no. Absolutely then, love that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure there are And things- more power to you, because I'm not cutting the 92. Well, I've had right. people look at the jacket, and they're like, oh, well, that's really pretty, but geez, I do not want to make one of those, you right, know? And right, right, So then you got to make what... You like to so make. it has to be so your your whole sewing reputation <laughs> is pretty much whatever people want it to be. I guess it is, you have to be solid in how you feel about yourself. Yeah, and you how know. you I when I sew, I feel great. I love it when I come up with something. I like it when I discover a new technique. Um, oh my gosh! All I did was like beef up the dog beds the other day, and I was like so pleased with myself. <laughs> And I mean, that's pretty rudimentary. Yeah. But, 
you know, the dogs liked it. Yeah. I, you so know. that sense of accomplishment. But then I think I think it can kind of hurt sometimes when people want to commoditize. Is that well, a word? Commoditize. Could, They'll be like, oh, so you could save money doing this or you could do this. Or, and, and, and sewing they, is not about saving yeah, money, everybody. They, they not anymore. Of, they kind of like demean it sometimes. Kind of I like think. it's housework. Like, I mean, yeah. that's what it used to be. A mm-hmm. sewing machine used to be an appliance. Right. It's not anymore. It is an instrument of art as far as I'm concerned. Right. Or I'll, I'll have people say, oh, well, you sew. I thought that meant you just made all your own clothes. Right. And I'm like, well, you know. Maybe actually some of my clothes. kind of a goal for me in right. a way. But, like, you know, no. Like, that's not the only thing that I do. And I, I, think, it, I think that's when it gets hurtful is when people start trying to put some kind of. Which, if you think about it, in any kind of situation, if you assume what someone else does, if you take it for what the picture is is in your mind, Mm -hmm. you can be insulting. You need to ask them. Yeah. You need need to investigate how they feel about what they do or whatever it is. You don't need to put your preconceptions on them right away well or be yeah or be condescending or something right. you know in oh way. is that what you do yeah. oh, oh you so well, that's yeah. nice you know well has anything bad ever happened to you because you sewed? Yeah, because you saw you told somebody did somebody you think you were like beneath them because yes. you sewed or did somebody think you were like Amazing. Amazing because you sewed. And tell us what one of the weirdest things you've ever been asked to sew is. Tell us in the comments at sewingoutloud.com. Thanks for listening. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit sewhere.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Oh, yeah.